Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Slight sneezing attack, that's why you got a bit more uh, music that time than normally. A couple of sneezes on a Monday. Um, well, so much Rugby World Cup stuff to talk about. Uh, there's the All Blacks, there's the Fijians' wonderful win. Uh, Samoa kicking off their campaign with a tidy enough 43-10 win against Chile in an amazing atmosphere. And joining us now, now people wax lyrical about Jeff Wilson being a dual international. Well, we're joined by another rugby and cricket dual international. Afisa Tonu'u joins us. Afisa, welcome in. Oh, Paula Manaka, today we're all Fijians today here in New Zealand. <laughs> I think so. Everyone was looking for some black and white clothing and, and the light blue thing. They were fantastic. <laughs> A little bit too early to have any cover, but I enjoyed it uh, all the same. It was awesome, awesome performance. I think a lot of people were thinking Fiji might um, create a little bit of havoc in their group and even the Rugby World Cup as a whole. But in the harsh light of day, to beat Australia at a World Cup is massive for Fiji and rugby. Yeah, I mean, just just watching the game, uh, you always got in the back of your mind that you just want to eliminate those cards. And, and the good thing about it, none of the referees ever went into the pocket or even came close to it. Yes, there was a couple of high shots, but that was always going to be something that might derail their game plan. Um, you could see they were just a little bit within themselves in terms of defence, but uh, you know they showed a lot of discipline and a lot of character to, to come through and get the win on that game. Yeah, I think, if he's, I'm a bit the same. I was really impressed with how they managed themselves. They can be quite helpful skelter sometimes but they seem to have matured a lot um, and the Eddie Jones in the press conference alluded to the fact having the Fijian Drua um, in Super Rugby and having full-time athletes with professional coaches and development around them we're starting to see that bear fruit on the international stage. Yeah, uh, and, and to be honest, you know, there's a lot of talk around about the cards. We've just got to get used to the new norm. That's just the way it has to be. And so that'll probably be the first team that's really adapted to the new ruling and how the whole, the whole system is, has been played out and been watched very carefully. But I, I'm just so proud. I mean, you've got to give a lot of props to the coaching staff. You saw a couple of uh, Kiwi boys there, but I, I, I'm, I'm a fan, a big fan of Simon Raul-Louis. Um, played with him in the UK. He is such a humble man. You can see it in his interviews. He'd always downplay it, but he's a, a super, super intelligent rugby man and a rugby brain. Yeah, we went to his press conference trying to find how ecstatic he was he's like flatlined Afisa he's just calm <laughs> taking it all in his stride so tell me a bit more about him then Oh, well, when he was playing, so he was the captain of our team. Um, says very little, but does he shows all his work and with his actions. And you know the way he used to hit rucks and moors, and and he would go for the full eighty. He had a huge engine, but he used to get around and and uh, and such a polite man, just a wonderful human being with his family, him and Mel and his children. But we got to know each other really well, and and he sort of started his coaching under the the two. 
um, coaching of of uh, Ian McIntosh when we were there in, in Wales, and oh. and when he started to think this is this is where he wants to go, seeing him going doing New South Wales and Australia and and obviously in in in, in France, um, he's just gone to a different level, and just I'm just so happy for him. Um, touch on uh, the other Pacific Island teams, uh, Tonga. Um, had a pretty tough first up task against the number one yeah. team in the world, uh, getting beaten by about 40. Um, but Tamifuna and um, Totai Kefu, they they trying to keep that in perspective and think they'll improve quite quickly. Yeah, I, I agree. I did hear that interview and, and I agree with uh, Totai. I mean, he, they're not uh, 48, 49 points better than them and, and they'll get better as the tournament comes. You could see a little bit of frustration off the ball even with in, in, the, in, in themselves and their teams about not completing their sets or, or doing going off their page, uh, but they'll get better. This is their first run and uh, they've got too much experience in their team not to become better than what they are. Let's talk about uh, Manu Samoa. We talked about not many cards were there. <laughs> there were four in that game. Yeah. Um, two each. Mm. Yeah, you, got, you, you just got to learn how to control their passion, and uh, I think I did sort of see a hint of Seilala uh, Mapasua um, just getting a little bit frustrated on that because you know you don't practice for fourteen, although um, you know you, the, the, the hits are as part of the game, but you just got to know how to pull it back a bit and, and pick and choose your time when you're going to get stuck into them. Um, I think they're probably about fifteen twenty points short of what they should have been um, uh, Samoa but uh, but again their, their passion of the Chile, Chilean team and, and the boys uh, they, they were they, they came out with a lot of heart and played uh, a good game how, how much improvements in that Samoan team Afisa because they've got the big job of Argentina on Saturday at 3.45 in the morning New Zealand time can you see a lot of improvement in that side well I think there's a um, there's a lot of encouraging signs in terms of the forward pack. I thought the forward pack, you know, just the set piece needs to just be a little bit sharper, beat them on the ground, speed it up so they don't have to worry about them getting picked off all the time. Their scrum seems really solid. My only, only if there's any criticism, it's just probably changing the alignment of the backline attack. I mean, there seems to be this flat line uh, attack. I understand the defence, but we need to hit that ball with pace, and we've got pace, and we've got ball runners that can... Um, really break that line, but we're just on the one gear because you haven't got the momentum to break that line. Uh, I just think that if they just look at because we again, I just noticed a few passes hitting the back shoulder rather than passes in front, mm. and maybe this may be just a little bit of anxiety. But you know, if they sort that alignment out and they hit that ball flat and hard, um, running onto it, I think they'll make some damage in there. I mentioned last week before the All Blacks next game, next game against Namibia, which they won. They put seventy on them, and I said, I, I'm I'm worried we'll get a false sense of security with a big score line. Um, your thoughts on the All Blacks' performance against Namibia? Yep, yep. Um, I, I think um, you know it's a good chance to see some other players to get out there and, and, and get into the World Cup and into the tournament. Um, you know, as, as I think everybody's talking about, the two key people that are probably the most standout ones were there, nine and ten. Um, and they, again, it is what it is in terms of the opposition. But uh, I think there was a lot of encouraging signs and probably a bit of a headache in the. Um, you know, some some deep, robust discussions on what that's going to look like, and also the makeup of that back three and their back line. Um, yeah, the forward pick sort of picks itself due to injuries, etc. And hopefully, Sam Kane's all right. But it'll be interesting to see 
how they make the, the, the back line, the starting back line versus the bench. As a former All Black halfback, Afisa, I really wanted to pick your brains on Cam Roygaard because I didn't play the game at any high level, but I'm just so enthused and excited about his game and what he can bring. I, I love a halfback with a with a run, pass, kick, triple threat, and I feel like he's got the most complete skill set of all three um, of our three halfbacks. What? Give me a report card on what you think of Cam Roygaard. Well, I, I, I remember him from when I was doing uh, commentary on NPC last year and I was watching Counties and, and just seeing this kid. He was an absolute standout at the time. And I thought, oh, hold on a minute, what's this guy? He was just making breaks, a lovely left foot kick, um, you know, knows the, when to pick a, a, a gap um, and, and knows, knows his way to the try line, scores lots of tries and also not a bad pass too. I think that he's really seriously in the mix because he's just fearless and young and fearless, really, and barbed wire and bulletproof because he's just going out there and expressing himself. Um, I just hope that they pick the right time, whether he starts or whether he comes off the bench. But if he comes off the bench, I would like to think of he'll come at least 30 minutes uh, so he can get some time to get into the game. But, yeah, like, like everybody else is saying, you know, he's dynamic, he's in form, his, his, his iron is hot, and so, you know, it'd be hard to leave him out or he must be seriously in the discussion of even starting uh, the next game. So I, I really enjoyed watching him in the NPC and really loved the way he sort of took it to another level at um, um, the Super Rugby. But now, it's, um, you know, hopefully he can carry it on. Yeah, he's a bit like that that bench player in basketball with a hot hand at the three-point, mate, you just keep feeding him and he just keeps draining them and nothing seems to sort of phase Cam Roygaard. But I just wonder, again, uh, with no great rugby playing experience myself, that the, Ian Foster and the coaching and the selectors, they seem reluctant to make to, to have a crack at something. Um, like we, we're always talking about Will Jordan, They everyone wants to see him play at fullback and he's... he's resisted that temptation. I think he's had two or three games in the All Blacks and all the rest are uh, at wing. Do, do you think it's worth a chance? I don't even think it's a risk if they started Roygaard. No, I don't think it's a risk either. I think um, I think he is in, in good form. I think he's well supported. I think his family's over there. Um, he's, he's having the time of his life. He's a young fellow and just really wants to go and express himself. My only... My only my only concern would be if it doesn't go right, um, just how we can get him back. Uh, you know, because there's sometimes when you don't have a good performance, the high expectation of a young guy coming in there and trying to change everything else, and it doesn't come off, and something doesn't go right. Everybody has a bad day at the office, then he'll just get hammered by everybody. And I just that's probably my only little concern uh, if things don't go well for him. But I. I I think that he is certainly, like you said, he's worth. He's certainly worth. I don't think it's a risk, mm. but you know, do you do, do you do you start him? And, and and when you're in the game and you're head of the game and you bring on the experience of Aaron Smith just to know how to slow things down or make the right calls or hit the right runners. Um, and, Maybe that's another um, strategy that the All Blacks can do. And finally, Afisa, before the World Cup started, we all sort of had our own thoughts on who the semi-finalists would be. Who were yours, and have they changed? No, no, no. Even even when you know we sort of 
knew that it could potentially we lose that first game. But yeah, the top four are still there. I still think that South Africa will see South Africa um, in, in the semi, and uh, and I think uh, France will either France will, will will probably see maybe Fiji. I'm not sure if it's on the same line, but. Uh, uh, who cares about that other side? But I just uh, just <laughs> wanting just want to see just want to see the All Blacks in their semi final. Yeah, and it all starts again. Quarters, semis, final, three game stanza. Hey, Fisa, yeah, really, yeah. really appreciate chatting and uh, getting your insights, buddy. Uh, I wish you the very best for the rest of your day. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. There he is, former All Black halfback Officer Tanu'u, enthused about the Fijian performance and enthused about the performance of Cam Rogard as well. Um, I think he could slot in quite comfortably. I've, I get the feeling they'll start him. Um, start him. They'll, they'll, uh, next game he'll be bench and get some meaningful minutes. But I would not be surprised by the end of the World Cup if he is our starting halfback. I will not be surprised at all. We shall take a break. On the other side of this, we're going to talk golf and that magnificent performance of Ryan Fox at the BMW PGA Championship. Bruce Young, wonderful golf analyst, here will joining us after this.